Live from the old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Carmen and Yurko on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. This is the Football Feast at Buffalo Wild Wings in Homewood. Brought to us by Miller Lite. This is the new home of the Bears. ESPN Chicago. Chicago. count i don't know i don't know how many we did but it was a lot during this 2023 nfl season football feasts with miller light and buffalo wild wings have been a blast and uh, this is our last Carm, one i'll tell you how many there were how many Eric? i think there were nine were there nine of them nine of them we had a great exact. time yeah we had a good time we had a good time today, we're in homewood on the today south we're side. in homewood on the south side did you take a gander uh, you can't see it from the front of the building. You kind of right. have to you let it go. go. I'll look when I leave. Yeah, you got to go all the way around. The big casino you're going yeah, to Yeah, the skeleton. Right big skeleton. They got a hotel thing. They got a, uh, the casino itself. Almost looks like it's built. I'm sure they're working on the inside. But the hotel itself is going to take a little yeah. bit of time. 175th in Halstead, the B-Dubs in Homewood. That's where we are today with Miller Lite, $5 Miller Lights. We have Bears-Packers tickets to give away. Bears to give away? you got to get up to Green Bay. I know it's not at Soldier, but if you. you can make your way up to Green Bay. There's still tickets. We have tickets to for, give away. For the Bears-Packers for game. For Bears and Packers. Everybody's going to sign up. Yes. And we'll give them away around 2, 2.15. I like it. Uh, right uh, after Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie a little bit. I'm happy we got our chicken nachos. We love the chicken nachos. Yeah, did, do, did it got to be here? Because, I mean, literally, you, you, you would have to get their information and everything. they got to be here, right? You have to be here to win. You have to yes. be here to win. Thank you very much. Yeah, you have to come win. sign up and be here to win. Right now, there's pretty good odds in here. We got a good crowd, though. I think it's a good though. crowd. A good it's lunch a good crowd, crowd but it's still pretty good odds. I mean, it's not like it's one in 5,000. You no. know what I'm saying? But by the end, it'll be yeah. one in many. It'll yeah. Be, yeah. One, one, one of a lot. It'll be one um, of a lot, which uh, we'll be happy. But I'm just saying, the odds are a little bit better than, like, winning the lottery. Uh, just a little. Okay, there we go. So, I mean, I'm saying a true statement. I'm not saying yes. something deceivious. Just a little. Or mischievous, you know? Either one you of know. those would be bad. What, did somebody finally hit the Powerball? Wasn't there, wasn't it yeah. like, was it, 800 million again? Yeah, it's gone. It's down. Somebody won that one? Mega, mega Millions is about a buck 40 if you want to play that. Oh, I don't get out of bed for anything yeah. less than 200 million. Right, I mean, when it gets up to 400 million, then I'll go put $20 quick pick and just yeah. pray to the heavens that good luck. The, 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 the big guy's smiling down upon me and he said... Maybe I know what I'm going to do. A little hot over there on that mic, Kev. A little, a little hot. Try again. A little hot. <laughs> hey, no, Jimmy. it's all right. Hey, Jimmy Hendrix, what are we doing over there? I, I mean, what's going on? Every single time I'm at one of these things, the sky starts falling. And yeah, it gets keeps a going. little hot. I wanted to tell you guys that the unclaimed Powerball ticket will expire soon because it's not been. Is that right? In Houston. No kidding. Oh, what the hell? You, you buy the ticket, you're planted. not checking, and it's just check, sitting there? Didn't check. They, they, they don't think they're winners, so oh, they're not checking. Good you know? Lord in heaven. It's been probably 45 years of misery and, you know, uh, buying lottery tickets every week, and the poor guy doesn't even want to look at his tickets. He knows he's a loser, or the poor young lady, and they're not checking the Maybe ticket. You've got to right. check your tickets, Carm. We've made it to week 18. This Welcome. is uh, the final weekend of the regular season. Playoffs will start next week. National championship game is Monday. We'll talk a lot of football today. Maybe sprinkling, maybe sprinkling one other thing, just because it caught my attention in my eye last night. Maybe. But uh, are, you, are you talking about the Jokic game I'm not, winner? I'm talking about both games. At were, Denver? Both games were freaking fantastic. I saw the, I saw the end of uh, Milwaukee and San Antonio. They, they were great. I saw and the listen, end of it. It was the first Thursday in, what, four months where we yeah. didn't have football? 
and there were two primetime TNT yeah. games. I had an option. I, it, they were fantastic. I had an option of what to watch. Can you believe this? I watched NBA basketball last night. Good for you. And I, you know, even so, when, I might want to pick your brain on a couple of NBA things. Yeah, please, but mostly please. we're talking football, my friend. Yeah, thank heavens. As long as we're not talking baseball. No, we're not going to do that. Not today. Not today. In the city of inactivity, that's what I like to call it. So far, yeah. yeah. So the Bears go to Green Bay. We've given you the ugly stats. Not that you need to hear it from us. I mean, if right. you're a Bears fan with a little bit of age on you, 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 you know it. You've lived it. I mean, you've, you, lived, you've lived it. I, I've lived this since high school. Um, you know, I, was, I graduated high school in 1994. Brett Favre got to Green Bay, what, 92? By 93, you guys kind of started rolling. Yeah. And Yurko just asked yesterday, he said, what do you think the record is since 1993, the last 30 years? And we said, well, there's a playoff game in there, so it'll be 63 games, right? Yep. Um, well, was, could that, well, this would have been, yeah, this will be the 64th game then. Yes, right? exactly. it will. So uh, I said, I don't know, Yurko, they've maybe only won about, I said, the Bears have maybe only won about 18 games. Yep. It wasn't even that many. Worse. Yurko checked it. 49 and 14. 49 and 14 over the last 63 Bears-Packers games. Uh, you want to talk about getting your you-know-what kicked in. Yeah. I mean, for the Packers, that's like a 780 winning percentage. And there was a Lovey Smith period. Thank, for, thank heavens for the Lovey Smith period. Where they won like five out of seven, right? right? They, they won like, yeah, they won like uh, maybe six out of 80. Some, something like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, thank God for that or yeah. think about how bad it would yeah, be. Yeah, it, it would be horrific. So they don't even have 15 wins in the last 30 years against the Green Bay Packers. And, you know, we've, it's gone from Favre to Rodgers. You're talking about probably two of the 10 or 12 greatest quarterbacks ever play back-to-back. It's been, one, it's been one thing after another. Jordan Love at Halloween looked uh, not so good, and since then he's looked very good. And so there's like there feels, I think, to a lot of us, certainly I think to the fan base, there feels like there's a lot on the line, even though the Bears can't go to the playoffs on Sunday. You cannot Green Bay out. Yep. You know, Green Bay can still get in with a loss, but it'd be tough. You know, that's like, you want me to read you all the scenarios? Or yeah, not? yeah, I mean, you've covered, Green, Green Bay you, can you've get covered in. a lot of scenarios to the point where my brain is confused. Listen, if, if the Packers win, they're in. They right. won't have to worry about anything. That's it'd simple. be great if the Bears could hand them a loss. Right, hand them a loss. And then what needs to happen? So, like, Green Bay can still get in with a tie plus a Seattle loss or tie plus a New Orleans loss or tie. Green Bay gets in with a Seattle loss and a Tampa loss. Or uh, they get in with a tie, a Seattle tie, a Tampa loss or tie, or then a couple of other Minnesota yeah, scenarios. it's a like, tie, though. It's a if, lot. If, if it's you weird. beat them. If you beat them. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's a good point, Yurko. Yeah. If you beat them, that's it. It's, it's over. a tie. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yes. If you beat them, it's over so for Green like, Bay. It's a, if you beat them, you knock them out. That's what you want. I mean, and, if there's and, a tie game, if the game miraculously ends 24-24, you right. go through overtime, then that opens up yeah. scenarios for the Green Bay yeah, Packers. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. So, like, if you beat them, it just oddly feels like it'd be a... Well, it's a culmination of a, a second half of the year that's been pretty damn good. Yeah. That's what it would be. A culmination. Six and two in your final eight. It would be 6-2 and two in their final Who eight Who wouldn't games. like that? Who doesn't like that on the, uh, the resume, right? Going into the offseason, everybody's feeling good about themselves. They can't wait to get back for the offseason program. They can't wait for the mini camps. They can't wait for the OTAs. Uh, they almost don't want to leave, but they have to. They're going to go away for a month, and they're going to come back champing at the bit to get, get at it. 
because they want to prove themselves again to the league that they're a playoff football team. I like it. I feel good about it. I love it. Yeah, finishing sit with six uh, wins in eight games would make this organization feel good, especially with all the draft capital that they own and they sort of control the draft, they control the spring again. Beating the Packers and knocking them out for the second straight year where you know they could lose on their home field to a division opponent that was already eliminated. It's like little wins, I think, yeah. is all we have right now as Bears fans. Whether you and, like it and or that not. would be like, right. yeah, I'll take that. I'll but take you, to throw it in the Packers fans' face for a little bit. I'll take about it. It's petty, but I'll take it. Here. It's all about propelling yourself forward, and that's what you would do. It's all about feeling good about yourself, but the challenges are still to get back there yeah. and replicate the performance. The challenges are then to get better as a team, to go into next year and replicating the performances that you had in the second half of this year. It's not guaranteed. Every game's going to have its own dynamics. Whoever the quarterback's going to be, I believe it's going to be Justin Fields. You believe it's going to be Jordan Love. But whoever it is, no, that was the thing that I saw. Of who will be, who would I rather have right every, now. Everybody at you made e- me pick right now. Everybody at ESPN Radio, I saw that on, yeah. on the Instagram, where everybody at ESPN Radio 1000 is in love with Jordan Love. I don't think that's true. Not I everybody. Saw I saw it. I looked at it. Well, some guy said, well, I like uh, Justin Fields just because I don't want anything from the Packers. Well, that was cap. Yeah. That's I mean, no analysis I mean, or anything. That's yeah. just I mean, I cap wanna, being silly. I want some analyses, but yeah. I picked Justin Fields because of a, a, a number of different factors that I pointed out. Um, but if I were to say who's the better quarterback, well, Jordan Love's played better this year. Yeah, you really can't argue that. Yeah, that's fine. But I still would have Justin Fields as my quarterback okay? because of what he's been able to do with this team and um, the rapport that he's been able to build with his teammates and with his coaching staff. So. Look, like Jordan loves uh, set all-time Bears records if he were the Bears quarterback yep. this year. 100% no correct. Bears ever thrown 30 touchdown passes. Jordan Love's got 30. No Bears ever thrown for 3,843 yards. That's what he's got. And he'll he's go to 400. 4, he'll go to 4,000, so good for him. He's doing it with two rookie wide receivers, well, yep. two second-year wide receivers, the best of which hasn't even played much this year because he's been hurt. Well, they, two rookie tight ends. They say he's the best. It doesn't mean he is the best. <coughs> the best guy might be Jaden Reed. Okay, true. All right. Chris so, Watson might be the best. Right. But if, two, if, if anything, Christian Watson is proving to be expendable. Well, That's he's proven he's he can't stay healthy. Yeah. And two, if he can't stay healthy, you can't play in the league. That's right. Two rookie quarter, uh, two rookie wide receivers, two second-year wide receivers, two rookie tight ends. He lost his left tackle again in week one, but that's no shock. Yeah. Their Box, line is, yeah, their line has still played well. If they haven't figured out this guy can't well, stay healthy can't. and why do you keep paying him, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't I, yeah. If you don't understand that by now, I mean, how many times you got to be punched in the face to realize, man, this guy's going to just keep punching me in the face? You know, even with the Bakhtiari loss in week Dude. one, yeah. and, uh, Elton Jenkins has missed, I think he missed two games, two yeah. or three. Um, Josh Myers is very good, obviously. Justin Fields, his old teammate at, OS, uh, at Ohio State. Um, the right tackles played well. They're still the 10th best. They've got the 10th best pass blocking grade, according to PFF. So they still had a, they've had a decent year, even with some of the injuries that they seemingly always have across their line. But uh, Jordan Love's done good things with the youngest roster in the league, with the and, youngest ro- uh, offense in the league. And the Bears team is playing differently. Yeah, the Bear, this Bears team, I think, is much more equipped and they're healthier. And the defense this is much better. Green Bay. Their defense is much better than they were like the first three games of the year also. Uh, yeah, 100%. Three, four games yeah, of the 100%. year. Yeah, 100%. They've kind of figured a little something out, even though they've had the collapse against Cleveland, the collapse against the Detroit Lions, and the collapse earlier in the year against the Denver Broncos. Well, I know Jalen Johnson might not play, but let's face it. They're healthier than they were week one. 
And they've got Montez Sweat. Who what do you make didn't a, happen you make a Pro Bowl and all of a sudden you can't play? What happened? Well, I think he's got a legitimate injury. I mean, he well, got hurt last week. He didn't finish that game. That's right, he didn't finish the game. Yeah, he didn't finish the game. Young number 32 stepped in, though, and played well. Oh, boy. Lemuel yeah, Stinson. Smith. Remember? Lemuel Stinson. Lemuel Stinson, that's number 32. Great, you that's remember a great him? one, Yurko. Oh, I love that That's guy. a great one. Back in the day. That's an old school reference. Who do we got here, 32? What's the It's name? the rookie, Smith, Terrell yeah, Smith. Smith. He stepped uh, in. Good. Wait, I got I got I got some. You got the one. Yeah, you got the one. I'm sorry. We got to fix this. Lens do you want to? You want to no, change no, it? No, no, no. I'm trying. I mean, let, me, let me try to do me. surgery on the air. Hold yeah, on. Wait. on the air surgery. Hold on. Hold on. All right, let's turn my. We're going to turn Carm down just a little no, bit no, here because he's over here wrenching this thing. I, I might break it if I do. Yeah, that. I are, are you horking it? Well, I thought maybe you can tighten this. Yeah, that doesn't look like. So the little um, there's like a little. We're wearing. We're on remote. We've got headphones on. There's like a little boom with the mic attached to the end. Yeah. And the mic is uh, it's lip. It needs some blue chew, you, quite you, frankly. Right. You got a floppy mic. You got to be. I'll try to be careful. And that's it's holding still now. So yeah, maybe you just hard. had to wrench it in there a little. I don't bit. know. I tried. I tried. I think you did a nice uh, job. Who do you trust most out of these three? Who do you believe in most? Ryan Pohl, Matt Eberflus, Justin Fields. Oh. Like who's going to succeed at their job? I, 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 to the highest degree. All right. 1A, 1B, and 1C in, in this order. Okay. Uh, Paul Zeberflus Fields. I wrote it down the exact same way. Yeah. And that's because of the wrote it down the exact same way. That's uh, the position they find themselves in because Carolina stinks. They're terrible. Uh, and you end up with the first pick again. And then you're going to get more draft equity as you move forward. So I think that's, that's why I like it. That's why... I think it's a good position for the Bears to be in. Like, why don't Sylvie talked about it yesterday a little bit? Poles is really, even with some misses, and they all miss. Like, the Claypool thing was an epic fail. Poles has really, I think, earned some trust here and the benefit of the doubt. Now, it could go away with a terrible offseason, right? right. Yeah. But, like, going into this offseason, doesn't it feel like Poles has really earned the trust of Bears fans, and he's really earned the benefit right. of the doubt for some of the things they've done? I think it was Poles, um, number one, has kind of positioned himself. And, like, if it was a horse race, Eberflus was, like, in last. And then, you know, like Secretariat, it started to make a little bit of a charge. And uh, he finished second behind Poles. And I think Justin Fields been, uh, if, if I were to have to compare it to a horse race, he's, he's a guy that was stalking, like, six lengths off the lead. And just, it, it, it hasn't quite fired for him to be in front of Poles or Eberflus. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But when I say 1A, 1B, and 1C, I think they're all good. I just think it's incremental. But the way it's happened, Eberflus came from last to come in to finish comfortable second right now. But Fields, it can't, it can't just benefit one or the other. It's got to be able to benefit them all. Mm. When you win, when you go 6-2... and two, you can't say, oh, it's Poles oh, oh, and Eberflus, but it can't be Fields. Fields has got to be part of that group. He's got to be part of that getting better. He can't be ignored and he can't be excluded from it. All right, so who do you trust the most going forward out of those three? And thoughts on Bears-Packers, thoughts on Fields, the offseason, and everything else. 312-332-3776. That's the phone number. I want to play something for you. Listen to this. This was Kyle Brandt talking about the Bears and Justin Fields on Good Morning Football. Take a listen. I'm tired of talking about Justin Fields. I want to talk to him. Justin, it doesn't matter what I want to happen with you, what any of us want, what anybody watching wants. Right now, it doesn't even matter what the Bears want. It matters what you want. 
I think you want to be a Chicago Bear for life. So do it. Get it. Grab it this weekend. It's right there. I am sick of reading about your landing spots. You could be a Raider. You could be a Falcon. To hell with that. You are an effing Chicago Bear, homegrown. There is no landing spot because you're not leaving. Not if you win Sunday against that team in that town. Something you understood way back in your very first ever mic'd up moment as a Bear. You got it. Who, who's your center of Ohio State? Josh Black. What year was he? He's a, he's a senior. He was, did he get drafted? To the wrong team. Who's that? Oh, yeah. Well... We're happy for him on draft day. Then after that, he can become our enemy. Bears fans loved it. Here's the problem. Josh Myers has been to the playoffs, and he's never lost to you. He got drafted by the right team. The team that you play this weekend. I think it's the biggest game of your life. I think it is a bigger game for the Bears than it is for the Packers. Green Bay wins. It determines their next few weeks. Chicago wins. It determines their next few years. You win. It determines your entire career. Justin. That team that traded up to draft you is going to grab some college kid to replace you. Doesn't that piss you off? Play like it. For a guy who usually says nothing, it is time to scream something. I am your quarterback. I am your leader. I am your present. I am your future. Take those draft picks and shove them or save them or trade them. But you're going to need them to build me an army so I can bring you a Super Bowl for the first time in almost 40 years so I can give you a real franchise quarterback for the first time in over 100 years. Now, you go up there and you lose again? How can the Bears keep you? But you go burn Lambeau down, how can they not? Great moments are born from great opportunity. You can end two evils in one game. The Green Bay Packers season and the Justin Fields debate. Keep him. Help him. Pay him. Crown him. Justin, this is not your last game as a Bears player. It's your first game as a Bears legend. Woo! Strength and honor. You unleash hell. You got it? Let's go. I mean, he's quoting Miracle. He's quoting Gladiator. Uh, there are probably a couple others in there. Strength and honor, baby. Yeah. And look, it's TV. Kyle's awesome. He's a personality. There's a bigness to things. There's some hyperbole that happens. Yeah. I don't think one single data point is going to determine if Justin Fields is back or not. I don't. If he plays really, really well, it might help. If he lays an egg and they lose, I don't think they're going to go, you know what, F it. Yeah. 48 hours ago, we were keeping you. Now we're not. I don't think teams think in those terms, they right? Can't. They, they can't. really can't. It's yeah. not about one single data point. Can't afford that. But if he goes in there and wins, it's not even so much about, like, taking it and the Bears keeping him and reaffirming. It means a lot for this organization in a lot of different ways beyond just Justin Fields and his future here if they do go in and succeed and knock Green Bay out of the playoffs on Sunday. And I feel like that's what we've talked about all weekend. I think fans are really starting to feel that. Well, that's exactly it. I pointed at this thing and said the Green Bay Packer game about five, six weeks ago, if they go on a run, is an absolute must. Yeah. I go, that's like the to one finish that's the, the job, right? Yes, to finish yeah. the job. That one's the must, knowing that Cleveland might be a little bit difficult, even though they looked exceptional against Cleveland. For the better part of three quarters. Well, their defense did. I don't know yeah. if the offense ever looked exceptional. But. Well, you had a 17-7 lead. And it was probably because of your defense, but it's your yeah. defense that crapped the bed late. That's true. Okay, in conjunction with the offense not being able to get first downs. Yeah, that's And not being able to keep the ball. So, you know, as much as we want to blame anybody one way or the other, 
it was a team loss. They found a way to lose together. Flacco had 220-some-odd yards in the fourth yeah. quarter. I mean, yeah. come on. We know we can assess blame wherever we want to assess it. We can just uh, let's throw it all over. Let's throw it on everybody. They found a way to lose that. But knowing that that was going to be a difficult game and they looked pretty good doing it, you know, playing that one and losing that one, the Green Bay game was going to be an absolute must. It was a winnable game against Arizona. It was winnable against Atlanta. You were at home for both of those. You won both of those. But you knew you had to culminate it all with the victory against the Green Bay Packers. And, I mean, I like the way Kyle Brandt just kind of summed it up there, you know, with a little spirited speech, you know, yeah. kind of get the fan base a little riled up and started. Yeah. But that, that's exactly it. I think last week he said, the hell with it. I'm just going to go and chuck the ball and throw the ball. And guess what? That wouldn't be a bad theory this week, too. And I love the fact that they go deep now. I love the fact oh. that they stretch the field now. I got tired of the horizontal passing game. Tired of it. Maybe everybody has figured things up at Hallis Hall. And if they can go 6-2 and two in their last eight, you know, who's getting pink slips for what? Does Getze still become the sacrificial lamb at the end of the year? Yeah, only if you believe somebody that you're going to bring in is going to be substantially better than Getze. Um, why would you want to change terminology and change things? You know, what, what, what's the, I told you that they're joined at the hip. Getze and Fields should be joined at the hip. You may not love each other, but you better respect each other, and you better be able to work each, with each other, period. That's it. You joined at the hip. You're either both going to swim or you're going to sink to the bottom of the sea. Okay? Sink or swim. No gray area. This is the way it's got to be, and this is the way it's got to work, unfortunately, for you. So nine straight losses against the Packers. What's really troubling is that the Packers have covered the spread in all of those, Yerk. Have they? Yeah. So well, they, they haven't even been games. Listen to these scores. Week one this year, thirty to twenty, uh, thirty-eight to twenty. That's not a game. No, that game was over by the early third quarter. Uh, last year, Bears lost twenty-eight nineteen and twenty-seven ten. You know, you're talking nine uh, a nine-point game and a double-digit game again. Yeah. Uh, twenty twenty-one, forty-five to thirty. You lost another double-digit game. You lost a game by two touchdowns. Twenty-four to ten, double-digit loss. Thirty-five to sixteen, double-digit loss. 41 to 25. 16 du- points. Double digit loss. Uh, 31, uh, 21, um, 21 17 was close. Uh, I'm sorry, 21 13. I can't read. Yeah, 21 13 is close. 10 3 is close. But, like, my God, most of those games, like those last seven, are massacres. You really have, they're massacres. Yeah. You haven't even been close. Did you hear uh, Numb Nuts, uh, Aaron Rodgers with. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about Sylvie. No. <laughs> my fault. Go ahead. What did Aaron Rodgers say? My fault. I mean, that's why he asked for clarity. I mean, there could be more than one numbnut out there. He was on uh, with the sleeveless guy, uh, a bunch of numbnuts. Pat McAfee. Uh, listen to numbnuts talk about uh, the Bears-Packers earlier this week. One more game to go. It's uh, the Super Bowl for the Bears just about every year because they haven't, haven't been in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Bears are. Yep. Well, <laughs> that long. So this is their Super Bowl. It's been – we've won uh, – what have we won? Matt's never lost to them, I don't think. It's like nine in a row. Uh, I, yeah, I believe so. See those uh, Matt Lafleur. That was a rhetorical. That was a rhetorical yeah. question. That's, that's at least nine in a row. Okay, he knew. By the way, he had yep. that. Eighteen, we got beat by him there when Joe Philbin was the coach. We beat him earlier, so it's definitely nine in a row. Um, is it a rivalry anymore? Oh, jeez. He said we a couple of times. Who's we? He's a jet. 
Well, he's a Jet now. He's only been there one year. But, I mean, so if he's you look still at a Packer? The, you look at the the bulk of his career, all of his career, he's a Green Bay Packer. Once a Packer, always so, a Packer. you know, you can sit back and now, after being injured and this and that, and the uh, Jets struggling now, him pulling himself off, he was never coming back with that Achilles injury. Of course injury. not. All this, so look at him. Oh, not. he looks absolutely fantastic. He won't be doing anything until April. All right? So the, 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 the whole... Oh, he could come back. No, it was never, ever, ever, That ever was like made-for-TV stuff, yeah. it felt like. It was right? all crap. Yeah. It was all crap. And, and listen, he's right. Is it even a rivalry? If you don't win, is it a rivalry? When you're 49 and 14 in your last 63, who considers that a rivalry? Yeah, I don't. Nobody. I don't. If, if it was 32 and 31, yes, that's a rivalry, right? Yes. Guys beating the crap out of each yes. other, close games, tooth and nail, that kind of thing. I agree. What am I going to be mad at Aaron Rodgers for staying? No, the I know. I'm just, it's, I mostly got a kick that he was saying we, but I get it. Like yeah. he's pretty connected to the Green Bay Packers. And yeah, always it still is. Be. And when even, they reti- even when there's a bitter divorce, even when they retire his number and it goes up there, yeah. what he did to Favre it happened to him. Yes, same thing. It's the poetic. Same. It's honest, Scott. It's poetic justice. The whole thing is eerily similar. Yeah. Like how mad he was when they drafted Jordan Love, yep. and then you know how mad Favre was when they drafted yep. Aaron Rodgers. They were late first round picks. The whole thing has an eerie. Like, irony almost to it. Like, the whole thing. Well, then everybody pointing out the fact that they never used the first-round pick on the wide receiver. They acted like they were just drafting busts all the time. Jordy no, Nelson wasn't Jordy a bust. Greg Jennings, not a bust. Donald Driver's not a bust. Come on. What are you guys talking about? I mean, these guys, they, they, wherever they were drafted, they came out and they played. Of course. Does a, Javon Walker. Was Javon, Javon Walker, Walker a bust? No, he wasn't a bust. I would say no. I would say, obviously, Monte Adams is phenomenal. Yes. One of the best, like, Jordy mean, Nelson was awesome. He was phenomenal. Uh, Donald Driver, you mentioned. Yeah. Bubba Franks for a while was good. That's going way That's back. That's tight end. That's going way back. Yeah. But Bubba, first-round pick, York, or no? He, he could have been. He might have been, yeah. actually. And he was a tight end. He was a tight end. But, yeah. Um, yeah, like you're right. They and some of that has got to do with the exceptional quarterback play they've had over the years. Like of course, that helps. That doesn't hurt. But they found a bunch of good receivers. But the point is, you didn't have to draft a receiver in the first round to have a great receiver on your team. Of course not. Right. We 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 were you know talking about that earlier in the week. Um, you really can find those guys in lots of places. And yeah, recent history shows us a bunch of them are coming for their first round. I think teams are placing more importance on wide receivers, like maybe more than ever. And so you see, like, runs in the first round on wide receivers, and you see very, very good ones and productive ones. Uh, last couple of years, with think about Jamar Chase's and the Justin Jeffersons of the world and some of the guys even from this year. Um, Devontae Smith is pretty yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you've, seen, you've seen a lot of good ones. But Zay you, Flowers has he's been terrific. himself year. He's been terrific. He's been everything Jerry, they needed. Your, was Jerry Judy a first-round pick back then, or was yeah, it I, Brendan Ayuk? No, uh, Brendan Ayuk was definitely a first-round yeah. pick. I believe Jerry Judy, Judy was a first-round yeah. pick. At least I think he was. I would have to double-check that. But you can find them in lots of different places. But, uh, yeah, it's not much of a rivalry when you have a, you know, a winning percentage uh, of roughly third. No, not even. What is it? It's like the Bears have like a, 20, a 222 winning percentage or yeah. something like that. No, it's bad. Against the Green Bay Packers over the last 30 years. So it's barely a rivalry. And, you know, maybe Packer fans would say, what do you guys have to talk about? You, you won your 15th game against us in 30 years. It would feel great. I think it'd be, and you can, the one thing you could fire back at them if you're looking for some ammunition is each of the last two years you've had a home game in week 18, win and you're in, and you've lost them both. I would love if we were saying that Sunday night right. and Monday morning. Hey, like, you lost them both. It's a feather in your cap. It's a I little mean, that's all it is. Cap. It's that's feather in it your cap. What's that in your cap? It's feather. Yeah. We beat the Packers going into the offseason. We kept them out of the playoffs. 
we added to the misery of the Green Bay Packer fan base, yes. the whole state of Wisconsin. Hopefully their cheese is moldy. Do you know what I'm saying? That's all it is. Yes. But it's a good feeling going into the offseason. All right, we want to take your phone calls. If you want to talk Bears with us, Justin Fields, uh, the future of this franchise. How much faith and in, in hope, not hope, how much like faith and belief you have in Ryan Poles right now? You know, has he completely won you over? 312-332-3776 is the phone number. So we're giving away Bears-Packers tickets for Lambeau Field. You can right. win them here with us. We're Today. drinking Miller Lite. You've got to be here. You've got to be here. We're at Buffalo Wild Wings on the south side in Homewood. Hoodie was, is Hoodie still here? Hoodie is still here. Hoodie, uh, Hoodie Jonathan Hood stopped by. He's here somewhere. Don't right forget. Yeah. yeah. He's back there. I see him. And don't forget about what else we're doing. Uh, we're what else are we giving away? Lights. What else are we giving away today on a Friday? Bears ticket. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, the call, it's the, the call to the post. Call Jericho. to the post. We're That's giving right. that away a little bit later. We are your chance to come down to uh, Kentucky with us when we go down. You could win the hundred and fifty dollars to put towards uh, the betting voucher at Twin Spires if you want. With, with a chance to win the big prize to come on down with us. The trip down to Woodford Reserve, back oh. down to Kentucky. Love it in the spring. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can't mm-hmm. wait for that trip. So I can't wait to drill into a barrel this year. I hope we get to do that again. Well, right? I'm sure we will. We'll find a way to drill into when a barrel. When that's not like a euphemism. We literally yeah. drilled into a bourbon barrel. Right, and they poured it into a beaker, and then from the beaker it went into the glasses. From the glasses it went into our bellies. Do you recall we like how it. old slash young that whiskey was? Wasn't it like I only it was three 12. months? Was it 12 months? Well, the one we drilled into that they're going to use this year to put in a crystal. Oh, that's the back rack. That's yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. but that one was, I think, 12, right? It was 10 uh, to 12? Least, yeah, it was right. probably like, yeah, at least. I mean, that's the one that's but going we, in to commemorate the 150th anniversary of the Kentucky Derby. That's Woodford's back It's going to be a real yeah. limited edition, beautiful yeah. bottle. It's going to be like 400 bottles. Right, and I don't know how, you know. There might not be 400 bottles. No, there. no, if I had to guess, there wouldn't be. There's two barrels. Right? It was two barrels. And, and it's old. So. And, and those two barrels they're going to pour in, there might be 400 bottles. Yeah. Maybe. 400 bottles. And I'd hate to tell you what the price is. Yeah, you don't want to know. It's going to be a lot. But we also, Chris Morris um, also drilled into a couple real young barrels just to show us how, like, just in three months, yes. starts to take on the color and the flavor right. of the barrel. It's so yeah. cool. So, yeah, you could qualify to win the trip with us down to Woodford. Uh, with our friends at Brown Foreman a little bit later in the spring. So be listening for the call to post a little bit later at about uh, uh, 1.50. Come see us at Buffalo Wild Wings in Homewood. We'll be here till about 2.30. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. The Friday Football Feast continues on the Carmen and Yurko Show. Live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Homewood. Brought to us by Miller Lite. Drink an ice cold Miller Lite. We got wings, we got nachos, we got all kinds of great food. Come see us at Beat Ups. You could win Bears Packers tickets. Find your way up to Lambeau, and you'll be in the building for the 325 kick on Sunday afternoon. Bears can knock Green Bay out of the postseason. Not only do you win tickets, or can you win tickets for Bears Packers, it also comes with a $250 Beat Ups gift card. So, we're ending the season with a bang, my friend. Yes, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. Yes, absolutely going to be fantastic. 250 bones. That goes a long way. I can tell you, I can spend that in one sitting. You get about six, seven buddies here. 
between the cold middle light and between or, the chicken wings and uh, and the rest. Or you can get like come with one buddy and spread it out like a couple different buddies over different no. visits no. and spread time, it out a little bit. One time party. One one take Jake. One okay. time party. Gotcha. Come on out here, watch the college football, the college basketball games that are coming up now. Viking Scott is here. He's going to West Lafayette after this that. for Illinois Purdue tonight. Oh boy, he's got the courtside seats. I know he does, right? He, he does. Oh yeah. He said he had courtside seats. He's got a mover and a shaker that's got some seats over there i know he does he, uh, he he's got a mover and a shaker it seems like for everything he, he, well i mean listen you make connections over the course of a lifetime he's got the town wired whether he you, whether you like it or not he said vikings got a uh, go figure a viking fan he said if the bears do the vikings a favor and the vikings win in detroit and i think the vikings still need a little more help than just that what else and they need a card like the Vikings would need the Cardinals to win, the Bears to win. That's a lot. And Tampa. That's a lot. And or New Orleans, right, to lose, and then they would be in. That's a lot. Uh, he said donuts will be coming if the Bears do their part. I like on, that. On Monday. Yeah, donuts. Monster or donuts. Donuts or sandwiches, either one, whichever yeah. one's comfortable. With He's you. nervous. He doesn't know I was going to get through well, Sunday. What's that one called? The sandwich, the sheep herder, the iron worker. Oh, the steel worker. The I steel worker. The sheep herder. The steel worker is delicious. My fault. I made a mistake. The sheep. The steel worker. Let's. Um, sorry, my mistake. Let's go out to the phones and let's say hi to uh, our buddy Harding in Charlotte on ESPN Chicago. What's up, Harding? Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? I'm so Chicago. I've lived in Charlotte for the last three years, but I just grabbed Harold's for lunch, so I'm so south side Chicago. But listen, um, I have a question for you. So I keep hearing this Jordan Love would have broke all these passing records for the Bears. Do you believe Jordan Love, the player, would have done that on the Bears franchise, whereas 104 years of quarterbacks have never done it? Or are you just stating that, Something normal for a Packers quarterback <laughs> occurred. Yeah. Something normal for a lot of franchises has occurred, and it's just better than what the Bears have been able to do. Like, help me understand that, because I hear all the Jordan love, love, and I get it. I understand he's performed in a situation that has been beneficial to him. But when I watch those games, I see a bunch of random-ass throws that end up in wide receivers' hands that are wide open. I rarely see him having to throw something into a tight window. So – are we talking the player? Or are we talking the schematics? I'll let you guys go. Um, all right, it's a it's fine question, Harding. I mean, we did, we talk about these things all the time. Like, what if Mahomes was drafted by the Bears? I, I don't know how to answer that. We can never. It's impossible well, to know. I have an idea that Patrick Mahomes would have been special, no matter what. But is the idea that the Bears just ruin every quarterback and that they're forget cursed? I mean, they're obviously no curses. That they're just ill prepared as a franchise to handle. Quarterback play? Well, I, I don't know. You know. Doing the postgame shows, it limits me to the access that I have. I watch the Bears game in their window. Right. I do the show in the next window. So unless the Packers are playing on a Sunday or a Monday night, or the Bears are playing on one of those Thursday nights, Monday nights, it's the only chance I get to see the uh, Packers play. Yeah. I don't think you throw for $3,800 on accident. And there's got to be a handful of tight throws that you end up making over the, you know, the course of time, just to speak in generalities without being able to give you a specific throw against a specific team. Uh, 
I, I just think there has to be some good throws that are being well, made. Go watch the Lion game. Yeah, Did not, you watch the Colts game? Not, go watch the Lion game yeah. on Thanksgiving. I'll, I'll show you yeah. some throws, Harding. Not everybody, um, you know, not every throw is going to be an easy throw with a wide-open receiver with nobody around him. There's got to be some throws that are there. Um, and when you're comparing apples to apples, you just pick one up and you pick the other one up and you just take a look at it and you see, hey, how it is. If you get the chance to take a bite out of each one of them, you get to know really what's going on. Uh, without being able to take a bite out of it and watching, like, the uh, all 22 and to see how many to- throws were tight or how many right. weren't tight, um, I-, I would just have to say the Bears being the only team never to have a 4,000-yard pass. It's, it's, it's an indictment of the Bears. It's kind of weird. It's, it's an indictment yeah. of them. It's very weird that they have not been able to find Ever. a way to make that happen. It's almost so. impossible. Uh, it's somewhat stunning. It's impossible. It's stunning. It's, it's, it's just and I, beyond being weird. You know, the rabbit hole we could go down, and we have over, you know, at various times over the years, we talk about this, the history, the flubs, the things they've gotten wrong. They, they were two seconds away from calling Joe Montana's name, and they yeah. got cold feet for whatever reason. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they liked Vince Evans. Yeah, I remember. They were about to call Joe Montana's name, and they're like, no, nah, you know what? We think Vince Evans is the answer. Or trading a first-round pick for Rick Meyer. Yeah. Or Vince Evans, a productive 15-year career in the uh, NFL. But not Joe Montana. Yeah, definitely not Joe Montana. But, or, I mean, you know, the, can't lambast the guy for playing a number of years like or that. Or thinking uh, Doug Flutie was some sort of an answer. Right. Or that Rick Meyer was an answer. Or that... Uh, Jay Cutler was an answer. You know, and Jay was the, probably the best they've had. Do you remember or, or how that happy Patrick, Or that the Mitch Trubisky was better than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. It's one thing after another. It's, it's flawed thinking. It's, it's, it's old by, school by, logic. By a number of different decision makers over the course of a lifetime. Yes. yes. But, but one singular family. Yeah. One. One singular family with maybe. Singular sensation. Yeah. You know, nobody that's been able to really identify, hey, this is what we should be doing this is to evolve and change with the yeah. times. And this is where the game is going, and it's about offense, and let's find a quarterback, and let's support him. Let's do the things necessary. Let's stop talking about defensive coaches and monsters of the midway and running the football like it's 1965 when they stunk anyway. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that's it. Like Yurko said, your reaction right there, how does it happen that they're the only one? It's impossible. Right. You'd think and it, it was... probably is an indictment of this organization. How many? I, we went over this last year. How many teams have 5,000-yard passing quarterbacks? A bunch. Yeah. A slew. A bunch yeah. have I, thrown for 5,000 yards, and they don't have a 4,000-yard passer. I, it's an embarrassment. Yeah, I bet you there's at least 12 teams that have 5,000-yard passers over the course of time. And... And Drew Brees has done it a number oh, of Drew times. Drew Brees done it a bunch, that. yeah. New Orleans For has one done team, it. but, I mean, he done it a bunch. Uh, you know, the Rams. Tom Brady's done it. I think the Rams have done it. I, I think Brady's done it for two franchises, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah, Detroit has I think, done it. I think Peyton Manning's done it for two franchises. Detroit's done it. Well, Jameis Winston did it for Tampa before I Tom Brady he, did it for Tampa. I believe he did. Well, no, it's true. Yeah. I have that. that so you've got bad. some franchises that have multiple players that yeah. have thrown for 5,000 yeah. yards. Yeah. Yes. And the last thing we'll say about Jordan Loveharding is that you don't go seven weeks of football and throw 16 touchdowns and one interception by accident. Sorry. 
You you don't go sixteen to one over seven weeks just yeah. because your receivers but, are always right. open, but, or you're throwing right. bad balls and your receivers are bailing you out. Doesn't work that right. way. Right, but I think to his point is Green Bay's always have innovative offenses. Green Bay has always been able to coach their wide receivers to be, uh, you know, uh, to find ways to get open. And Green Bay, you know, historically has been able, they've got the pedigree of a passing game. The Bears don't have a pedigree of a passing game. That's true. And you can't switch quarterbacks. You can't say what if this and what if that to be able to find that out. It's just not possible. Adam's in Boston on ESPN 1000. Hey, Adam. Adam. Oh, okay. That's Big right. John, that's all, that's all good. Big John on the north side. What's up, Big John? What's up, fellas? It's been a while, man. It has been a while. Yes, it has. You know what? Yeah, Jordan, Love, Green Bay Packers. Gee, I wonder if they're going to win the Super Bowl this year with that team. Nah, don't think so. Not, not a chance. Yeah, this, actually, what's nice about going on this weekend, this game has a lot of meaning for us to watch. But besides the game, I mean, the Bears are in a beautiful position where they can – my theory is you take, you take Harrison – when, when he's available, you could, or that wide receiver lined up with D.J. Moore, and you cause problems for that other defense right away, which opens up other facets of the game. But and the Bears are in a position where they could draft. Uh, people are going to offer them. They could draft, that, draft down. As long as that wide receiver is available, and after that pick, you take the best defenses that you can find, and then you start buying up in the free agent market. All right. Big John, thanks, buddy. Doesn't seem like it's a great class of pass rushers i think you were doing some research and told me i mean you know like dallas turner probably the cream of the crop out of all that the uh, the kid from ucla yes 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 he'll be good he'll be he should be high yeah will be high latu is his name and you know i saw one of the mocks that had them taking the third edge rusher well that's not position a right and there's i don't believe there's any defensive tackles of any ilk not like we've seen in years past. There's a kid from in, inside. There's a kid from Illinois. There's the kid from Michigan, Kirk. Um, there's a kid, I believe, from Ohio State. Who's number 55 on Michigan? That kid. 55? Who's, Who's 55? He might be the big defensive tackle in the middle. Sweet Is that him? Jesus. I just, I just know numbers. I, I know, know. Me too and, sometimes. And, and I know teams. Sometimes me too. Right. So Illinois, Michigan, Ohio State, they each have a defensive tackle that should be like considered one of the top five tackles in the league. Yeah. And one of them's got a pedigree from uh, uh, Father Jenkins. Jenkins is the kid up in Michigan. Mm. He's got the pedigree, I believe, from the, the father, Chris Jenkins. Mm. Remember him? Oh, yeah. That was a, a player for the Carolina Panthers. Chris with a K. Yes, Chris with yeah. a K. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I remember Chris Jenkins. So, I mean, this seems to be a quarterback-wide receiver draft more than anything else. And offensive tackle. Yeah, quarterback-wide receiver, offensive tackle uh, right? draft. And it's hard really. Like very heavy with right. those three. But it's hard to gauge the corners because I've seen a small run on corners also hmm. at some point. Uh, there are one or two safeties going in the first round. So, you know, they're out there. They're okay. out there. And it, it, right, I've seen one with four quarterbacks taken in the first round. seen another with five. I've seen one with six. Right. And all the names are different. Hmm. You know, there's three that aren't the top three, May, uh, Williams. Caleb and Drake May, and I would think Daniels at this point, right? uh, Jaden Daniels, yeah. Yeah. Youngster from LSU. Yeah. I've seen McCarthy go in the first round. Panics in some of them. I've seen Panics go in the first round. I've seen uh, Bo Bo Nix go in the first round. Wow. Somebody had somebody trading up to get Bo Nix. Listen, it could be the the hype machine goes and the run on quarterbacks happens. Uh, Ring us up if you want to talk Bears, Packers. Fields, the future, uh, how much you're buying 
Ryan Polstock right now, too. 312-332-3776. We'll cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvie in about an hour. Remember, we got Bears-Packers tickets to give away in Lambeau, plus a $250 B-Dubs gift card. you got to come see us here at Buffalo Wild Wings at Homewood on 175th in Halstead. That's where we are on the south side drinking Miller Lite. We'll be right back. Back to the Carmen and Yurko Show on ESPN Chicago. Brought to us by Miller Lite. This is the football feast at Buffalo Wild Wings in Homewood. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Home. We are live on the south side in Homewood. Indeed, 175th, excuse me, and Halstead, Buffalo Wild Wings, final football feast for the 2023 NFL season. And it wraps... For a lot of teams, not all of them, for our beloved, unfortunately, this Sunday. But they can go out with a bang and also send Green Bay home packing. There's like 11 teams still alive. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah. I think it's I think it's 11. I'll double check. I'll how count many, again. How many teams, Carm, would have just off the top of your head? Okay. 7 and 9, 8 and 8, 9 and 7. Go. Top of your head. Uh, uh, Give me a number. 14. 15. Whoa. Man, 15 so teams at that number. It's like half the league. That's what I keep telling you, though. Hmm. I keep telling you. When I lecture people. When I talk to people. When I try to educate them about the game of football. Top teams, bottom teams, everybody else is a mishmash that crazy? in the middle. It is. You got like five teams at 11 and 5. You got one team at 13 and 3. One team with 12 victories. Bunch at 11 and 5. A handful at 10 and 5. Then you got the you got the stuff on the bottom. It's maybe good. Maybe only two, like. Great teams in Baltimore and right. San Francisco. Yeah. Maybe. And we'll see if they can now, make it to the Super Bowl. Now I'll ask you a question. This is one of your favorites because you usually ask me this question this time of year. All right. Maybe I should have saved it for next week when the nah, season's do over. It now. Do it right. now. Do it now. Going into week 18, how many 1,000-yard rushers are there? How many 1,000-yard rushers are there? I'd say nine. There are six. Yeah. McCaffrey, Kyron Williams, James Cook, DeAndre Swift, uh, Derek, and Raheem Mostert. And maybe with a chance for there to be nine. There are two within 50 yards right. of getting to 1,000. How many 1,000-yard receivers are there going into Week 18? 21. 24. <laughs> so uh, four times as many. Yeah. Tyreek, CD, A.J. Brown, Puka, Amon-Ra, Ayuk, D.J. Moore, baby. Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, Jamar, Pickens, Michael Pittman. Boy, he's turned out to be a good player in Indy. D.K., Nico Collins, Devante, Stephon Diggs. Who stunk in the second half, but still owes over a thousand. Olave, Devontae Smith, Kittle, Jalen Waddle, D Hop, Garrett Wilson, and Adam Thielen How has many over a thousand yards. There are three within fifty yards of one thousand. So should so be twenty seven. Could have twenty seven guys. So the guys that go over a thousand, the top twenty seven receivers that go over a thousand yards, add up their touchdowns, then do the top twenty seven rushers and add up their touchdowns to find yourself what position is theoretically of more value. Mm. If you don't get the premier running backs, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't get the premier running backs... Are you talking about for fantasy? I'm talking for fantasy. And you don't think fantasy anymore. Nobody does, but Meller would be interested. A lot of people do, yeah. Right. Be interested. Where's the cutoff point if you don't get one of those running backs? you got to start getting your receivers. you got to start getting your quality receivers. I mean, that's really all you can do to be able to combat not having a high draft choice and getting a premier running back. Like a back. McCaffrey. Or you get lucky on Moster. You know, you get lucky on that stuff. Right. Um, you know, Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs end up siphoning off of each other. Yes. You know, so yes. They're, they're killing each other. They're not, they're, they, uh, they could theoretically be premier running backs, but not yeah. with the two of them in there getting equal carries and equal touches, especially down at the goal line. So, 
But I always like that. I've, I've got receivers. I've got a slew of receivers. Yeah. Um, that struggled for me this year because Cooper Cup got hurt. Keenan Allen got hurt at the end of the year. DeAndre Hopkins got busted up. Cooper Cup was injured. You know, I had yeah. a number of different guys that, you know, okay, but nobody could answer the bell. Tyreek Hill injured at the end of the year. So I, right. had, to, I, had, to ride, hurt. I had to ride the running back train. Yeah. Uh, Rich- like Tyreek didn't go over 100 yards right. the last three weeks, don't, right? Don't remind me. Yeah. Rashard White. Well, Jam- Rashard White's been good. Jameer Gibbs, Tony Pollard, and McCaffrey. Were the yeah, four Pollard, back. they never got it going. Well, down once the, the receivers game. started crapping the yeah. bed late, I had to switch. You know, DeAndre Hopkins gives you that one-two touchdown, 140-yard day. Right. Yeah, but that's one sin of blue moon. So being able to balance your receivers and your running backs and then find a, a lineup that you can go with is, is always the challenge. Well, Stafford, after Burrow got hurt, always a stud. Always yeah. a stud backup quarterback. Stafford. Oh, yeah. Uh, McCaffrey and Mostert lead the NFL in touchdowns, 21 apiece. Yeah. Jalen Hurts has 15 freaking touchdowns. 15. Yeah. He'd got 15 touchdowns. Who'd, who'd that kill? Which running back did that kill? Well, probably DeAndre Swift yeah. more than anybody yeah. else. Yeah, they're running back. That's who it ended up killing. Where is DeAndre Swift? Oh, God. You had to keep going down, down, down. I don't know how many he's I, got. I know he scored a touchdown to knock me out of the playoffs. That I don't know. I don't want to say the bad word. Don't say the bad word. Yeah, but Look got at Jaden Reed with 10 touchdowns, dude. Yeah. Ten total touchdowns for Jaden Reed the wide for the receiver, rookie. The wide receiver getting it done. By way of Naperville Central High School, right? I believe so. Carmen. Damn. I believe Impressive. so. Who's that guy from the Rams? Uh, Kyron Williams has 15. Yeah. Yep. He's had a great year. Yeah. They, you, were, you were right on them. I was I wrong. I thought their you. defense was going to stink. I had a feeling. You know, and like I, he's fixed that. And they were 3-6, and six, I think, at one point. But they fixed they some things, and McVay can really coach. Yeah. And Stafford's good. And, he's, you and, know, and their schedule lightened up yes and their schedule you're probably up. right so you know the rams are one of those teams that's in the middle too i did not think the rams were going to make yeah. the playoffs this year Again, i thought they were going to struggle with all they lost on defense one of those teams that's in the middle right that uh was just a smidge better than everybody else and then they started working their way through a softer portion yeah. of their schedule and they've already clinched which sometimes is key i mean you can sit and look at people you look at their three and six the six teams we went over it yesterday yeah. the teams that they lost yep, to. You're right. i know pretty, they lost to some pretty good teams yeah pretty damn good teams there i will right, we'll continue the conversation coming up somebody else was making the argument that yurko was making about pukunakua by the way if you want to talk bears ring us up three one two three three two three seven seven six we're back in two minutes